Welcome to Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and my life and work exist at the heart of law, business, and technology. Yeah, I've earned a few fancy titles and degrees over the years, but the bottom line is I'm a writer, speaker, teacher, and lifelong learner. And I'm really excited that you've joined me on this journey. So what is Tech Intersect? Well, it's authentic, empowering conversations with really interesting guests who demystify complex topics to prepare you for the future, because your future is now. And it exists where law, business, and tech intersect. Get ready to listen, learn, and leverage. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Tech Intersect. I'm your host, Tanya Evans, and this is the second Ping the Prof episode. I'm going to be folding these episodes into my conversations with other people, and I have some fantastic conversations scheduled and coming up. So I want to set the stage for where we're going to go over the next three weeks or so, may even be four weeks. So you may have heard about cryptocurrencies. You certainly have if you are a longtime or even recent listener of the Tech Intersect podcast. If this is your first time, you may have found your way here because of conversations around future of money and work and entrepreneurship at the intersection of law and business and technology. So I teach in the area of cryptocurrencies and blockchains and Perhaps you've heard about crypto like Bitcoin, especially because of the considerable bull run that Bitcoin is on right now. I am looking at some of the price reports just for today alone. And, you know, it's gone from 58,000 below 50. It's crept up above 50,000 in the equivalent of USD. Really, really exciting time for Bitcoin and the crypto space at large. So if you want to learn more, either you are a complete novice and new to cryptocurrency, you might be confused or scared of the volatility or just trying to figure out what it is. Come spend 90 minutes with me in an upcoming free masterclass. The next one coming up is March 18th at 6.30 Eastern time. I will be talking about what crypto is, what Bitcoin is, where it came from, where the Bitcoin resides, (laughs) what blockchain is, some of the exciting use cases for different types of cryptocurrencies and crypto assets. And what I really want to talk about today and what I'll be talking about over the next few weeks and at the upcoming masterclass. And you can find out more information about the masterclass at fromcashtocrypto.com. That's from cash to crypto.com. Sign up even if you can't stay the entire time because at least you'll have access for a limited time to the replay from cash to crypto.com. All right. But what I really want to talk to you about today for a short period of time and more extensively over the next couple of weeks non fungible tokens, also known as NFTs or NIFTs, to talk about what that is. You probably have seen the boom because. Everyone from Forbes to CNBC to Coindesk, there are all these conversations. I was recently on 
Your First Million with Arlen Hamilton and the good folks from Infinite Objects talking about non-fungible tokens or nifties. And so I'll be doing a series of podcasts and articles and interviews devoted to explaining and examining just what NFTs are, why they've taken off recently, because they're actually not new, just new to mainstream folks outside of the cryptoverse. And I'll be covering the legal issues, especially the intellectual property and contract issues that I've been asked about in my DMs, on Twitter, in my inbox. So you have asked and I will answer a ton of really, really great and interesting questions around ownership and also around empowerment, empowerment that comes from this specific type of technology. So what's an NFT? I'll hit the high notes today and we'll, we'll cover it more. Um, please, if you have any questions or you want to know anything at the intersection of non-fungible tokens and crypto, the blockchain and the legal issues, creative issues, empowerment, please tweet me. You can hit me on Instagram as well. Everything is in the show notes. I'm IP Prof Evans, IP Prof for Professor Evans across all channels. I'll be doing some clubhouse stuff. Invite me to your clubhouse room if you want to talk about this as well. Happy to do it. But let's hit the high notes now and talk about what an NFT is. So an NFT stands for non-fungible token. It's a digital asset. It's secured and encrypted by cryptographic protocols. Conversation for another day. Just know that cryptography is used to encrypt, therefore secure the information that is contained in this digital asset. This type of token is a non-fungible token. So I'll compare it to cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. They're fungible. One can be exchanged for another. There's no aspect of one Bitcoin that is unique or distinct from another Bitcoin. We have examples of that in the world, commodities. An apple is an apple. A dollar is a dollar. So those are fungible. Non-fungible tokens or the non-fungible standard means that you can't exchange one NFT for another. It's unique. Think of it also as one parcel of land. Even if you have houses built around you and they all look like the same McMansion, they all look the same. If they're on a different parcel of land, each parcel of land is unique. We're also not creating new land. And so the non-fungible token is, we're having some interesting conversations in real estate about non-fungible tokens and the, the interrelationship as well. So a non-fungible token, a digital asset that is unique and therefore you can't exchange one for another. Each stands on its own and has its own value. When an NFT is created, that's called minting. And the record of an NFT coming into existence, being minted, being created, that record of its existence and also the ownership is recorded on a blockchain network. And blockchains are simply digital ledgers or digital records of transactions and balances for all types of crypto assets, including certainly transactions of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, but also for NFTs. Again, the difference with Bitcoin and other tokens, though, is that each NFT is unique and it can't be replicated. And that's really important when you think about the late 90s, early 2000s, mostly the late 90s when there was peer-to-peer -peer file sharing. I'm using air quotes because I am an intellectual property lawyer. I don't know if it was so much sharing, but yes, let's go, go with it. 
P2P, peer-to-peer file sharing, I could have my copy of music and copy and distribute, send via email or upload to the internet and share with one, ten, hundred, a thousand, ten thousand people without exhausting my copy. And they now had a perfect digital copy as well. And it decimated industries that were, I don't want to overstate, but it had a significant impact on industries that relied on sales through other means and through digital means. With this new technology, you are not able to replicate the non-fungible token itself. And so you can prove ownership and it's also provable scarcity. The fact that an NFT exists and there's only one or maybe just a few, but each again has its own value and stands on its own. That's really, really exciting. And that's a major difference between Web 2.0 technologies and what we're experiencing now, the beginning of Web 3 technologies really taking hold. Each NFT accrues its value independently, and that value comes from just how scarce they are. It could be, again, one of a kind or limited editions. NFTs, like their fungible counterpart, are stored in digital wallets as a collector's item. Beyond art and music and collectibles, digital properties like Genesis tweets and sports. So we're going to be talking about the NBA Top Shot, for example. People have also found uses for NFTs in virtual real estate, as I said. Also gaming, although gaming hasn't taken off like some had hoped back in 2017. It's making me think of certainly CryptoKitties and these things that were happening in Decentraland as well. But those were wonderful ways to explore the viability of this technology. So even if a game didn't take off, the fact that people were building in the space, and by space I mean in the Ethereum community, although there are and uh, will be other blockchains to come that will support this type of technology. It's the combination of cryptography, but also what we call smart contracts. And we'll be talking about that in the very next episode as well, when we start to look under the hood a little bit and, and figure out just how NFTs are created, how they operate, where they are stored, how they're stored, et cetera. One other thing, I wrote a law review article about this very topic. I think I was ahead of my time because as excited as some may be in the creative space and certainly in the crypto space, and there are considerable detractors too, from a a Bitcoin maximalist perspective, it's like, why would you spend on anything else except Bitcoin? And I get that everything ain't for everybody. But in 2019, my article, Crypto Kitties, Cryptography and Copyright, was published by the American Intellectual Property Law Association's quarterly journal. Um, I started writing it probably the end of 2017, beginning of 2018, finally published in 2019. That paper examines the copyright implications of unique, scarce, digital, creative assets transferred and stored on blockchains, or what we're talking about right now, non-fungible tokens. I referred to them in my article as unique crypto assets or UCAs. And I was exploring the emergence of NFTs, how they enable for the first time verifiable digital scarcity, which was certainly, as I just said, an an elusive characteristic in the world of Web 2.0. And I also wrote about how creatives can maintain control over their cryptographic creations and gaming collectibles and the full range of copyright intensive industries and to ensure that 
A creator's name, for example, is always connected to their work, no matter who owns the NFT, and maybe programming to ensure the integrity of the work so that it will never be destroyed, for example. Those are known as moral rights. There's a very limited protection of visual art in the United States. Moral rights are recognized in other countries. Thinking of like um, over in Europe, a number of countries acknowledge moral rights, not so much in the States. This might be a way for artists to have attribution and integrity, no matter who controls ownership of their work. These industries, when we're thinking about entertainment, for example, they are generally controlled by powerful, often siloed intermediaries that restrict access and regulate transferability and govern how or whether user-generated content might be exploited by a user. So I argue that this type of programmable creative self-sovereignty has all sorts of economic benefits and that empowers artists right at the creative level. And all of those economic benefits flow from copyright interests. And maybe this technology can be used to better protect creators, more so certainly than in a pre-blockchain world. And blockchain technology actually um, combines several technologies that existed separate and apart in some for decades. Cryptography, peer-to-peer technology, and the internet. And now it's combined in a way that actually can provide powerful ownership and provenance and chain of title information. And again, for the first time, pure digital scarcity. So that is really, really exciting. And I look forward to unpacking that a bit more. We'll be talking about the intellectual property issues and orphan works and downstream revenue opportunities in the secondary market. We'll be talking about uses for art, for certifications and personal licenses beyond creative enterprises. Decentralized gaming, where is it now? Collectibles, domain names, ENS is an excellent example for that. Music, fashion, unique fan and customer engagement. I think that is absolutely going to boom and it looks like it's taking off first with the NBA. So it'll be interesting to see if other athletic enterprises get in the game too, no pun intended. And we'll be talking about all the exciting sales. In February alone, we saw Nyan Katz creator grabbing almost $600,000 in the equivalent of Ethereum. A single hash mask sold for $650,000. A rare crypto punks, they're going for over a million. And a chunk of land in the game, Axie Infinity, grabbed 888 ETH. We've seen Black artists really take off. They've done well, extremely well, with NFT drops and auctions. So shout out to Micah Johnson, former Major League Baseball player and creator of Aku, who now has digital and physical art components all managed by NFTs. Corey Van Lu, creator of Captain Kiki and other stunning audiovisual works. Gafachi from Ghana, who will be on the show soon. He's a musical producer and a DJ, also the curator of creative ideas. I love how he describes himself and I look forward to speaking with him. Erikan Obo Tetukoto and Lisa Fancified Franquer. Hope I'm saying that right. It's a beautiful, beautiful French name. Um, Both of them are amazing, dynamic women moving and shaking in crypto and NFT, creativity, technology, and empowerment. 
And I'm excited to vibe with the folks from One Off. They are creating or have created really an ecosystem to connect, educate, activate, and empower Black creatives and collectors on the blockchain. We'll talk about how to buy and sell. That brings to mind platforms like OpenSea and Rarible and Nifty Gateway and how you store your collectibles or other NFTs. So we have a lot to talk about. I'm really excited. And most importantly, I want to use this platform to answer your questions and empower creatives and those who would invest in this space so that you do so safely and legally and confidently. So connect with me on Twitter. Go to AdvantageEvans.com. Sign up for my, my inner circle space so that you have even more access to information. Go to FromCashToCrypto.com in order to sign up for future masterclasses. I do them. Um, not, after March, I'm going to reassess how often I do it. I may go to a quarterly offering because once a month has been a lot. So this might be the last one for a while. I don't want you to miss it. I want you to learn while you earn and get into the game, off the sidelines, into the game. From cash to crypto.com, March 18th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right. Until next time, continue to shine. Stay in touch with host Tanya Evans via your favorite social media on Twitter at at Tech Intersect and on Instagram via the handle Tech Intersect. This podcast has been produced by Stephanie Renee for Soul Sanctuary Incorporated.